Amen. And the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. That takes us to chapter 6 because we just rest at chapter 6. We'll be able to finish chapter 6 today as the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. There's something about this uh, Amos. A prophet with a... Uh, how did I put it again? Uh, something message. That a message that is faithful that a, a prophet that brings a eh? difficult task. A, a difficult task was given to Amos. And most of us today, we have difficult... Either you like it or not, they are difficult. But Jesus had made it easy. He went on the cross of Calvary, so everything, nothing it should be difficult with, with us now. But Amos has a difficult task. Look at what he sent again in that chapter 6. Woe to the complacent. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion. That is woe. And what is Zion of today? We are the believers of today. So when you take life easy, you can go. Say prayer meeting. I know you are Mommy Omar's fan. Ah, the Bible says woe to you. Woe to you when you are complacent and you are taking everything for granted. No, 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 no. I don't come to this one. Maybe the next one I'll be able to. Woe to you. It's difficult, but you have to say it. With a difficult message. Woe to you who, who are complacent in Zion. And to you who feel secure on Mount, on Mount Samaria. People that are enjoying their luxury somewhere. Mount Samaria is a place where the rich people. On the mountain, you build your house on the rock. Woe to you. Woe to you when you just came to this country when there was nothing. But the moment God makes you comfortable, then you say, it seems as if it gets as if for this church. I will come to church maybe on Sunday now. Woe to you. That's what the Bible is saying. Woe to you. And it says, because I'm allowed to say that woe, isn't it? He said, uh, and to you who feel secure on man's familiar, you have got what you want. You think you have the best car now. You think you have the best house now. You think you have the best uh, uh, friends now. You think you have the best children now. Oh, my children are making it. Ah, they are in university now. They, they are working now. Ah, this one is, is, is earning big money. Now, I say, the Bible says, woe to you. And you feel because, woe to you because of your comfort. That is not making you to serve God. You notable men of the foremost nation to whom the people of Israel come. Go to Kenil and look at it. Go from there to great Hamath. These are great cities that is mentioned in here. I'll be able to explain it more in the notes, but I'm still reading. And then go down to Gath in Philistia. Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is there land larger than yours? This man is speaking God. Amen. You put off the day, uh, you put off the day of disaster and bring near a reign of terror. I'm going to explain that reign of terror. You lie on bed adorned with ivory and lounge on your crouch uh, 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 couches. You dine on your couches, yes, and la- lounge and on your couches, talking to rich people. We will all be rich in Jesus' name. Amen. But our wealth will not get into our brain to make us not to serve God. The moment you have the opportunity of furnishing your flat like this, ah, hey, hey, you don't, we won't hear what anymore. 
Is that you? He said, what to you? Ah, Lord, let me enjoy this, my property. Let me enjoy it. Ah, may the Lord help us. You have time to enjoy everything that God has given to you. You have time. He said, what to them? You lie on bed, are done with ivory. And all these Italian things and every, all, all of them. Ivory is a very, very expensive thing when you use it to decorate house. So he's talking to rich and people that just feel they are there. You understand what I'm saying? And lounge and on your couches. You dine on choice lamb. I was talking to you a little bit about the lamb. When you talk about choice lamb, you talk about cutlets. Like, okay, I was talking to people in New Cross. Talk about lamb cutlets. Those are the ones you are talking about. You are not talking about a leg of lamb or a lamb or a shank or whatever. They, are not, those, they cook them slow. Cheap people eat those things. But when you taste choice of lamb, it's talking about maybe the part of the salon steak, which is a big one. Then you, the, the, the rib part of the beef. A lot of people, let me use it up to tell you, when you go to market, now only buy leg of beef, leg of beef. Then you are packing tendon in your, in your stomach. Not only leg of beef, that's not the only thing that is in the marketplace. When you go there, tell them the proper shoulder part of beef. When you have the proper shoulder part of beef, you eat nice things. And you don't go and eat the toast. The toso too is a very good area. Those of you that are from Nigeria, toso is very good. You know, they have a little bit of fat around it, like uh, you understand. And he's saying woe to them because these are rich people's food. When you put salon steak, it's a lean. And when you cut it, the thing melts in your mouth, isn't it? So he's talking about the choice lamb. He said, woe to them. You are the best. Eh? You eat the Australian one. It's only now that we have all this, uh, what is happening with our cow, with the cows? That they, don't, uh, they said they are cooking horse, uh, they are selling horse meat. You know, they are selling the market. That's why people do it. There are some area, you eat the island, uh, all the island type of uh, Irish uh, beef. Those ones, they work like human beings. I would say that was like, wow, this is different. <laughs> they are really here, you understand what I'm saying? I have to call Pastor Matthew and say, come Pastor. Now, wow, well, this is your cow here. They are walking, ah. You know, when you kill such cow, they give you that part of hand. You know that you are eating something. That's what we are talking about here now. Is it you that eat the choicest lamb? That is the baby of the sheep. And fattened cow, baby of the cow. You strum away on your, on your harps like David. And imp- improvise on musical instruments. They are playing for you like this. You are just rolling through away. Then you don't even, what else do I need in church? Who is going to play? What else do I need in church? Don't need anything in church. After I can, I can, I have the money now. The Bible says, what to you? You will employ somebody to come and be playing for you. You know, go to some rich places now. They, they employ them, they come. 150 pounds an hour. 200 pounds an hour. What do I need in church again? When somebody can come and play for me here. And the saxophone is playing, everything is playing. You think they are having party, but that is their normal life. You will get there in Jesus' name. But when we are there, we are there already, amen. Don't use it to distract the church. Say you strum away on your harps like David. And improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowl full. And use the finest lotion. Hmm. Am I talking to some women here? 
What was for men? The finance law, that's what you use. It doesn't work for you. You know, when I read these things, I begin to talk to him. I say, come, Lord, help me. Because sometimes you are still creaming. I leave you. I leave you. You are still, you know? You are <laughs> so now, I have to put another one hour. to the Bible says, what to you? Because, you know, all these things we are reading, you have to practice it. There's nothing bad in using lotion, no? There's nothing bad. But if it's affecting God, making you get late sometimes, you better remove the lotion. Do you understand? He said, what to you? You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotions, but you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. How do you use finest lotions? You can spend 150 pounds, 200 pounds to buy what you want to use for this body. But if they say give money for the offering or something, ah, it's too, it's too big, it's too big. But when they tell you, ah, this is the latest perfume or this is the latest thing, you will put it inside. The Bible says, woe to you. Will you be able to give that? You know, the, the, uh, the woman with the alabaster oil. The disciples were complaining. And it is true. It is true. Because some of us cannot be. You say it costed one year wage. Some people will not give it to God. They use it. It's a word to you. If all this thing is still making us not to really get in. The Lord will help us. Woo. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. May we not go into exile. Your feasting and... Uh, uh, Lounging will end. Everything will end. Do you know that a lot of people are in exile today? Exile of sickness. Different exile. May it not be a portion in Jesus' name. Then you are lacking. There is no way. You don't have enough to spend. By time even, you can't even, you that used to pay your tithe before, you can't even take out tithe. Because you have left the work of God unattended to. May the Lord help us. The Bible says, Woe. If we don't have work, can I have water, please? Hallelujah. When I read this, this sort of thing, it's really, you know, I can't, I can't understand. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. Many are in exile today. Those of you that are praying, you must pray this prayer because I start praying from this place. Everyone that is in exile, because that money that you cannot spend for God, then they are spending that money for, for other things. For other things. Because you have refused to spend that money, you spend it for perfume, you spend it for this, you don't know how to put God aside. You, when you want to, you get the best for yourself, but when it's God, you become the king. You are no more Abel. The choicest one, you don't give to God anymore. It is you. He said you will go into exile. Exile of confusion. May we not be there in Jesus' name. Confusion will happen. The Lord abhors the pride of Israel. Because of all these things, pride enter into them. The sovereign Lord, verse 8, has sworn by himself. The Lord God Almighty declare, I abhor the pride of Jacob, and detest his fortresses. I will deliver up the city and everything in it. All fortresses, luxurious, comfortable homes, and all the rest of that. God is just... He's taking it in. Okay, it will soon change. Thank God for the death of Jesus on the cross of Calvary for us. He's taking it in. But because you have allowed pride to take it over, there is no way you can do it well. May God help us to do it well. If ten people are left in one house, they too will die. What a sharp message. If the relative 
who comes to carry the bodies out of the house to burn them. Ask anyone who might be hiding there. Is anyone else with you? And he says, no. Then he will go on to say, hush, we must not mention the name of the Lord. For the Lord has given the command and he will smash the great house into pieces and the small house into bits. Do horses run on the rocky creek or crags? Does one blow the sea with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into, into bitterness. You who rejoice in the conquest of Lodeba and say, did we not take Canaan by our own strength? For the Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up a nation against you, Israel, that will oppress you all the way from Lebohamas to the valley of Arabah. A lot of God is shared, God has shared it already, and some are suffering stress now about this that you have read. That makes me to rest my case. Let's go quickly go to the notes. I want you to, to write down in this note because not everything that we'll be able to to read. Chapter 6. Woe to the complacent. It's very serious. Anyone that is complacent, don't worry. Uh, you procrastinate and everything. Don't worry. I'm there. I'm there. Ah, you don't know more than me. Ah, no, 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 no. Bible says woe to you. God caused the good times in Israel to end because of their complacency. May our good time not end. No one should think they are safe from their enemies because of their defenses. You know why were they complacent? They make defenses around for themselves. We have read it here. They felt, okay, I have security money there. I don't have anything I need. I have a job. I have this. Oh. The Bible says, whoa. And when the Lord say, says, whoa, he said, no one should think they are safe from their enemies because of their defenses. Don't think so. Don't think so. Because of all those things that you have in place as security. I don't worry. If it's going to talk of money, you have had it. People that are drinking, people that are doing a lot of things, they have defenses. Their children are there. I've trained somebody who will be able to look after me. Don't worry. I have my life. Don't worry. Because of our defenses. We are complacent. May God take those defenses by force in Jesus' name. Because you don't have a job before. You are not secured before. Things are not working for you before. The moment things started working for you, you now clock something. It's like, the Bible says, woo. And God is going to take all those defenses away. If other great city, Kalner, Great Hamas and Gath in Philistia have been destroyed by their pride. Israel also cannot escape it. Talk of all that. I say woe to, 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 to Israel because of their complacency and whatever. But if God can deal with all these other great nations that we think, okay, we have mentioned it there. I forgot to write the, the verse there, but it's from the early part of the of the scriptures. It says here. Yes. Verse 2. Verse 1 says. Woe to you. Who are complacent in Zion. And to you who feel secure. On Mount Sam Samaria. I've read it to you. Samaria. Mount Samaria. You have, you have been there. 
You are on top. You are rising fast. You notable men of the foremost nation, to whom the people of Israel come, go to Kelna and look at it. Go from there to great, you see the word great. Go to great Hamas. And then go down to Gaz. In Felicia. That is Goliath's place, isn't it? Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is there any land larger than theirs? These are cities that are in the north of Israel. They have strong defenses, these cities that are mentioned here. Which, cannot, which we cannot protect them either. Because they have everything. But God said, look, what are you? You become complacent because you have been blessed. You are on top. You are rising fast. On the Mount of uh, Samaria, things are working well for you. He now tells them, look at people that are even better than you. They have security. They have everything. They have everything to defend themselves. But it's, it's not easy. said, if other great cities, Kelna, Great Amas, and Gav in Felicia, have been destroyed by their pride, pride took them over. May pride not take us over. Israel also cannot escape. I'm sitting on the, on, the, on the top of Samaria Mountain. You build your house on the... Hey, I'm living in a castle. You do all this thing and it's like pride is taking over. Your defense is all around. If I have to preach this in Nigeria, I'll be able to explain. You have security, you have gatemen, you have everything. It's nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Say they are so complacent that they have no reason to worry. You feel you have no reason to worry. You are so complacent. Instead, they feel secure, they feel safe on the Mount of Samaria. But God is not pleased with them. May the Lord be pleased with us. 6, 3 to, uh, chapter 6, verse 3 to 6. Israel must realize that there will be a day of disaster, judgment, and must not think it is far. The phrase, the rule of terror, 6, 3b, that is unfair judgment from the court or from the government will be dealt with by God. God will deal with it. Rule of terror. Terrorizing people because of your position. Terrorizing people. When God says we should humble ourselves, rule of terror. Unfair judgment. God said he's going to deal with it. Meanwhile, from uh, uh, chapter 6, 4 to 7, he started speaking about the rich and how the poor could not eat choice food, choice food, but the rich died on choice lambs. Because these are rich food, I'm telling you, but not poor food. And they, because of that, use it to terrorize people. And fattened calves. And enjoy life on their ivory-designed lounge and couches. They get drunk with wine. Playing and enjoying music. Using the finest lotions and have no concern for the house of Joseph. House of Joseph, representative of the church. Or their own country. No concern. As long as God is blessing me. It's you, you know. A typical of an African nation I don't want to mention. The rich becoming rich and the poor becoming poor. Some people are living a class, a class life. And the other one says, ah, no, don't worry. Don't you see my house? Even you yourself in the uh, uh, United, you can't, uh, house, you can't, oh, but it's, 
under deception and stealing. May the Lord help us. In a nutshell, people that are wasting resources, for this reason, they will be the first to go into exile. And their feasting and lounging will end. May that not be us in Jesus' name. When you go to 6, chapter 6, 8 to 14, he said, The Lord detests or uh, abhors the pride of Israel. God sworn by himself and declares that he distrusts the pride of Jacob and his fortresses. Pride of Jacob and his fortresses. Whatever they, 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 they depend on, whatever they put their trust in. Yes, we are all serving God, but it's like they have another special God that they are serving. And he will deliver up the city and everything in it. Why? Because they have allowed pride to take them over due to their luxurious, comfortable home or homes. And this is gotten to their heads. Chapter 6, verse 8. We can also see God's fearful judgment as we read chapter 6, verse 9 to 14. Let's go to that. Chapter 6. Verse 9 to 14. God's fearful judgment. If ten people are left in one house, they too will die. We will not see the hand of God in our lives. And if the relative who comes to carry the bodies out of the house to burn them, ask anyone who might be hiding there. Is anyone else with you? And he says, no. Then he will go on to say, hush. We must, mention, uh, we must not mention the name of the Lord. God's judgment is upon such people. Amos chapter 6 verse 10. And you can compare it to 1 Samuel chapter 3, uh, 31. Write it down. And Amos chapter 8. When we get to chapter 8 verse 3, you'll be able to see God's judgment there. In that day declares the Lord. Chapter 8 verse 3. The songs in the temple... We turn to wailing. Many body flunk everywhere. And there will be silence. Because we have few judgment. From chapter 6 verse 11. Say for the Lord has given the command. And he will smash the great house into pieces. And the small house into bits. And you compare that with Amos chapter 3, 15, Isaiah 55, 11. Amos chapter 6, verse 12, God's fearful judgment, so that we will fear God. Amen. God's fearful judgment, chapter do horses run on the rocky crags? Does one plow the sea with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison. And the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. And that you can compare with Hosea, which is the next book we might be going into, so that I can end up all this uh, before we go to all these uh, big, big uh, prophets as well. Jeremiah and the rest of them. Hosea chapter 4, chapter 10, verse 4. Amos chapter 5, verse 7. Compare with Amos 6, 12. Then Amos 6, 13. We arrest my case. And 14. Then you can compare that with uh, Job chapter 8, verse 15. Then Isaiah 28, 
14 to 15. He said, You who rejoice in the conquest of Lodeba, and say, Did we not take Karinam by our own strength? Sometimes people are going through times and situations, you feel you are, you are stronger than them, maybe by, because of your own strength. No, it's not by your strength. For the Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up nations against you, Israel, that will oppress you all the way from Lebo Hamath to the valley of Arabah. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Is there any question? Next time we are going to meet, we are going to look into the vision of God's judgment. The vision that God gave to um, Amos. Vision of God's judgment. Amos has a series of visions concerning God's judgment on Israel. God was planning to send various things to judge them. This one will terrify you. Plan to send swarm. Uh, locusts. Uh, swarm of locusts. Fire. Basket of rye fruit and all the rest of that. Wall and plumb line. We are going to look into that. When next we meet. Is there any question or any addition? Maybe there are some things that I did not see there. But God has laid it on your heart to, to discuss it. But all what I want us to take on board tonight is pride. Did the Lord kill every error of pride in our life? Because people say, oh, you think you know it better than anybody. No. You are just starting if you have that type of heart. You feel you are the, I'm the best of the best. No. You are the one that can eat all this choice uh, lamb and all the rest of that. You don't. We don't eat McDonald's, no way. Or Kentucky. And pride is taking over. You know, there are ways, little bit of pride takes you over. But we must not allow pride to take us over. And because of complacency, you are no more coming to church. Well, I just, ah, get as this pregnancy is holding me. Mm. I also understand. Ah. And you'll be pretending. <laughs> the overseas. The overseas. You give birth again, you start with your child, get a big baby. Oh, no, 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 no. The baby's. Uh, oh, no. There is no, there is no time. <coughs> or you use your school sometimes. Or you are part of the cows of Bashan. You begin to turn your husband's head. You can't go to church. No. You are in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Or the man to say, no, we can't go. We can't go. Don't worry. You watch on the internet. It's very romantic when we watch it like that. And when God said that you must not see the fellowship. So those, of, those people that are watching on the internet. Because if nobody is here, we won't have this meeting anymore. Do you understand what I'm saying? You become cows of Bashan. Or male cows of Bashan. Do you understand what I'm saying? May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name. Because a lot of people need to hear this. A lot of people need to hear what we are hearing. Because you can be sleeping and we can, no, 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 there is no way. There is no way I can be there, no. And you can't go. We need to have our dinner together this night because we have not really had time to have that dinner. Oh, the Lord will help you. Amen. So God's punishment is coming upon people. Why is it that you have this crazy message, punishment all the time? You scare me, scare me. No, I'm not scaring you. 
That is the message that was given to Amos, and that's why we are studying it. It's better to scare us and we change than to be complacent. And the Lord will bless us. Amen. Let him who have ears hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Would you like to be part of a vibrant church in the midst of beautiful, awe-inspiring surroundings? Christ Faith Tabernacle at the CFT Cathedral Woolwich is now open for all. Apostle Alfred Williams, apostolic leader to churches around the globe, warmly invites you to come and be part of this incredible move of God. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London. In our beautiful, recently refurbished cathedral, we are seeing miracles happen, people healed, needs are met, lives are transformed. The Word of God is preached with power through Apostle Alfred Williams. I wanted to know this, that there is a God in heaven who has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, and by Him, anyone who believes in Him, carry the very authority of God which, with which He created the heavens and the earth. Jesus said, freely you receive and freely give. I want to say this to you. Stop going around to people. Kneel down where you are. Talk to the God who created the heavens and the earth in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and you will receive your miracle now. And be sure not to miss our two life-changing events. Overcomers Night Vigil. Hear the voice of God. Receive life-changing teaching. Be lifted through dynamic worship. Become an overcomer on the last Friday of every month at 7 p.m. And also come and celebrate with us at our exciting monthly victory nights. Receive your breakthrough. Be empowered to win. Come and claim your victory on the first, second and third day of every month. Whatever age, nationality or background you are from, there is something very special for you at the Christ Faith Tabernacle Cathedral Woolwich. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, SE18 6NL.